0: I'm Sean from Arfield Rugby Media. This is Simeon, also known as the TikTok rare.
1: Hi guys, I'm Murray, also known as Plus Four Rugby HQ.
0: And welcome to season two of the Rugby Connection podcast. Hope you're ready for it. For the fans, by the fans.
1: Welcome to the Rugby Connection podcast interview. Thursday, this week's guest. He's been on fire since arriving in Galway. Scored against the Bulls. Scored against the Dragons in the URC. Mark Hansen. Mac, thank you for coming on the show. How are you getting on? Uh, thanks for having me, guys. No, I'm I'm getting on well. Um,
2: life in Galway is a little bit different back home, but uh, I'm loving it so much. Uh, yeah, loving it so
1: much at, at the uh, time being. Good, good. And, I mean, you've took the URC and Northern Hemisphere rugby like a duck to water, scoring in the past two weeks against the Bulls and the Dragons. Just unreal.
2: Yeah, it may have Been I've um, been, uh, been lucky to to be on the wing when we're playing the type of footy we are, um, it's nice that we, you know, we can get the ball wide and
1: and uh, set up opportunities for me like that. So, yeah, that absolutely. And um, first question we always ask this to our guests: then um, what actually got you into rugby? Um, it was it was my
2: best friend's dad back home. I uh, I was a soccer player before I played rugby, um, and he was he was uh, president of the club, my uh, junior club, Union North House. And he just kind of. Said, uh, do you want to give it a go? And I thought, yeah, yeah, right. I'll, uh, I'll give it a chance. And I uh, never looked back. As soon as I started, uh, started playing footy, just dropped soccer straight away. And and yeah, took off.
1: Yeah, I mean, you made the right decision because we all know rugby is better than football anyway. So it's like, yeah, fine. big Tom.
0: Couldn't
2: <laughs> not imagine playing soccer now at all. <laughs> nah definitely not. Sean, did
0: you you got a yeah. question from Matt? Um, Mac, I'm just gonna get straight in. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask you um which so obviously you've played three games so far for Connacht, but which style of rugby do you prefer? Do you prefer the the rugby in kind of down south in the super rugby or do you like the more kind of northern hemisphere, you know, grinded up kind of style of rugby?
2: Uh it's probably a little bit a little bit early to tell. Um it's it's not too different to be honest with you. The um I found like kicking games a pretty big deal over here, maybe compared to back home. Hmm. It's a lot of just Pretty much run it from everywhere, especially when you're versus New Zealand sides. Um, the only kicks they they tend to do are atta- uh, attacking kicks, so um, yeah, that's been the biggest biggest thing that I've had to work on is um, just defending and and knowing the uh, right kicks to do. So that's that's just been a good thing to add to my game. Um, yeah, I think I've I was lucky enough at, at Brums to play alongside some very good players like Wayne Nikitao, who's killing it at the moment, um, Tom Banks. Uh, Tom Wright all those all those type of guys so um, all wallabies and uh, they taught me a lot to come over here and now it's it's good it's a good little change up to uh to the nice sun back home Um, the piss and rain week in <laughs> week out um it's uh I'm, I've actually been
1: enjoying it to be to be honest with you okay no that's
0: brilliant Murray I'll throw back to you
1: it's kinda of on the same lines. I have written down what are the biggest differences between playing in Northern Hemisphere compared to playing in the Southern Hemisphere.
2: Yeah, the
1: uh yeah, kicking is different definitely the main one. Um
2: probably found here so far that there's probably a lot bigger bodies as well here. Um, you got you got some you know, you, you got some big boys back home, don't get me wrong, but um I find that rollers rowers um, and the props tend tend to be barrel chested I guess i'll say I won't won't uh, get into them too much but there are uh, yeah they're definitely some big boys there's been another another thing that I've noticed
1: yeah
2: we'll grow them back over here <laughs> it must be in the meat i think it's in the meat boys <laughs> must,
1: be. must be i can't think of anything else <laughs>
0: um Mac I was going to ask you so since you joined Connacht, is there a bit of a, a group or a bit of a click between yourself, John Porch and Ben O'Donnell, the three Aussies in the squad, or or have you settled with, with, um, with all the Irish boys or what's the story like there?
2: Yeah, no, I came to get away from Aussies, mate. So I don't, I don't talk <laughs> to them at all. No, it's, um, no, I, I, it is, it is strange that I guess, you know, come, that we've all kind of come from the same place, just moving away from home and everything. So I think you're always going to click like that straight away. Um, but yeah, and no, I, I have just clicked with those two boys, um, been very welcoming and and uh, pretty similar in like sense of humor and everything as well. So it's it was nice to come in uh, to a place with a fair few of the Aussies. There's also a couple Aussies in the coaching staff and stuff. So um, it hasn't been too big of a transition in that in that sort of way. Um, but to be fair, all the all the fellas are pretty bang on, pretty pretty good blokes. So um, I can't yeah can't really complain with with the group I've been dealt dealt with.
1: All right. Yeah, that's that's good. It's good that there's like a little group of you that all came from the same place. So it's easier to trans transition. Speaking of transition, how is how are you finding life in Galway compared to being in Canberra? Um, I just find the weather so bizarre here.
2: Um, it's just like I'll, I'll walk out in a t-shirt and, and shorts, and then the the next day uh the next next minute it's pissing down rain for. Two seconds, and then it's sunny again, and then it's pissing down rain. It's just um, I can't really wrap my head around it at the moment. I've been there a little bit more time to adjust, but uh, it's pretty similar where Canberra's uh, fluctuates been in, in that it gets real cold and gets real hot. Um, but yeah, the rain, the rain's definitely been uh, something to get used to. But it, I, I think I'm pretty close to getting there. And then the uh, like the town and everything has been it's been amazing. It's um it's a really cool place. It actually reminds me of home a lot. So um, yeah, it's nice that everything everything's open as well. Um, compared to back home, everything's been closed, obviously, with lockdown. So um, I think that made it was good to come over and just um, be able to bond with the boys, I guess, go for a few beers here and there and, and kind of get it made it a lot easier to, to get to know everyone in the
1: team. Yeah, that's good. I do like the fact that, again, like it's, it's been easy to transition. It's similar to your home. Just apart from the pissing down of rain, but you'll, you'll get your start, me, it goes off quick.
2: I, uh, I keep saying that every time it rains, I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. I thought, I thought it rained more than this though. And the boys said, don't worry, just wait, just wait, it'll come. Um, so I'm getting a little bit nervous for the, for proper winter time, actually.
0: <laughs> um, Mac, actually just following up um, on, obviously you touched on how different the weather is, but um, this one might require a bit of thinking, but do you have any funny rugby stories?
2: um yeah I'll have to think of some that I'm probably allowed to tell um I'm sure there's plenty of funny rugby stories getting around but um some you got to keep yourself uh oh, I'm trying to think I'm not too sure kind of yeah it has put me on the spot here a bit um probably none, none that really stand out there's obviously a lot of a lot of uh, funny things that kind of happen on, tour and um on nights out I guess like Brums were at Brumbies we're all very very close so um it was there was always stuff happening and we're always around each other to um putting each other in, in tough situations. So uh I uh, I don't think it might. Uh, we were in Argentina for um we we're in Argentina for uh playing the Jaguares and it was Wednesday night and uh, I decided to go out with one of the other lads for the game. Um, I wasn't playing, so it was all, me and the other guy weren't playing. And we've walked in this bar and I'm getting paid absolutely no money for, like, my first year there. And I, I bump into Tavita Kundrani and um, I was like, what are you doing now? And he's like, oh, just, just having a couple. And I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. Like, he, He's a bloke that can get away with that a bit. Um Next thing I know, just literally about 20 mojitos come down the table and then the three of us ended up polishing those the next day, Um, th- that night. And then he woke up the next day. I couldn't see. I had the biggest headache in the world and, like, just was non-functional. And Tev acted like nothing had happened at all. Like, he'd just been, been on the waters the whole night. So um, <laughs> it was funny seeing, like, the two little white boys in the team, um, me and Angus Wagner, the other bloke, struggling. And then Tev just is an absolute machine on the piss, like, he uh I just couldn't believe that he uh he could do something like that and just, just act like nothing happened at all.
0: Was was he meant to be playing on the weekend as well or
2: he was, he killed it as well. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's bizarre. I don't know how he does it. He um yeah, he uh, he ended up killing that game as well. So I guess some people play better hungover, but as I said, I don't even know if he gets hungover. He just <laughs> he just is uh flicks the switch and he's back on
0: that's brilliant
1: that's... I think I might have competition there because I, I don't get hangovers either so oh.
0: there
1: you we go we might have fun <laughs> good, with that one good luck good luck drinking with Tev mate you'll have a hangover for <laughs> sure right now. We'll, we'll get him on the show and we'll get that all organised as well then yeah. why not oh um, yeah, <laughs> man um, he, uh, he's tough to keep up with that's yeah good luck to you we'll, we'll see how that goes we'll see we'll definitely try drinking with you anyway maybe not, <laughs> maybe, not going, maybe not going to the anyway No, no, I can't. I can't even look at him now. Just, just beer and just chat rugby. There you go. That's it. Sorry. (laughs) So, you mentioned that you played for the Brumbies and in the Super Rugby. What are your initial thoughts of the new Super Rugby uh, Pacific tournament starting next year? I think it's really exciting. I think, um,
2: I think it's going to be great to have a bit of Fiji and flair in there. Um, I think those, those that that team and the Moana-Pacifica team are just going to bring um, such different playing styles, I think, than we're used to. Um, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really good to see them grow and obviously um, grow footy in, in Fiji and um, keep Pacific Islanders interested in it, I guess. Um, I think it's also going to be really good for the Australian teams that there's no kind of two comps where you just, I thought that was the problem last year. We, we finished our Oz comp and then you pretty much have like your Mad Monday and everything, and then you got to back up for another comp the next week. So um, I think when everyone's focused and and putting their best foot forward, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make for some really good rugby.
1: Yeah, 100% agree. And I like the fact that the Pacific Islanders, like you said, again, there's a spot to shine. So everyone wins in that. Um there was a rumor that we read earlier on that former Brumby Christian Lilithano was actually going to join Moana Pacifica. So, that's a big move.
2: Yeah, um, I'm not too sure. I'll, uh, I'll have to get on to Christian. Pretty, pretty good friends with him still. Um, still talk to him. So, if he's kept that secret from me, I'll be pretty off him to be honest. I thought he'd, <laughs> thought he'd tell me. Um, but no, that, that's that's going to be great for them. I think I could see him easily slotting in as their as their first captain. He's just such a Fantastic leader on and off the field. Um, and as I said, it's blokes it's like that, that, you know, you bring them back into Super Rugby. It's just going to add more and more crowds and keep everyone um, really excited in footy.
1: Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Sean, you got any more questions for Mac?
0: Yeah, um, Mac, is there a city or rugby or stadium that you're most looking forward to playing, which you're obviously now you're playing in the northern hemisphere with Conox later this season or in potentially in, in later seasons?
2: Um I was honestly really stoked to just get a, a game at the sports ground. Um me and my friends back home are pretty big uh, punters so the first thing when I signed, they were actually the ones that told me they're like, you know, it's around a dog track. Like they were they were so pumped for that. So I thought that was actually pretty cool um, and obviously the crowd was just amazing and it was just something um, so different that I'm used to playing, and <laughs> playing around the dog track and I'm used to just throwing money at them so um, <laughs> that was good but uh, other, other than that I haven't really, um, I was actually pretty excited to play at Cardiff as well just because I'd never played an AstroTurf um, so other than that I can't really think of it too many I haven't um, had too much to do with rugby over here or, or seen any of the fanto- like great stadiums I guess um, so yeah I kind of just I think that I'll make my mind up more along the way
0: Yeah that's fair, how did you find um, the AstroTurf?
2: A um, couple of grazes here and there which, uh, which I ended up having to put some vassal on the legs just so I wasn't getting cut up as much um, and I found that it was just real fast too, um, yeah. Just came off it just absolutely buggered and legs were so sore. But it was uh, it was it was a nice little change up, I guess. It was um, no potholes or anything, which you can find at a couple of grounds, I'm sure. Um, no rain damage as well. Like the sports grounds are already getting there a little bit, but <laughs> the groundsmen are doing a fantastic job of keeping it uh, at least playable. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely different, but it was yeah it was enjoyable.
0: By the time uh, Christmas comes around, you'll be well accustomed to the muck on the sports ground, anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, it'll be nice and muddy. It'll be perfect. It'd be good. Be good for the white Ed gear actually. <laughs> uh,
0: Murray, back to you. Uh, one particular game I'd
1: I'd like to go and see you play at is Edinburgh away, because I'm an Edinburgh fan, so that'll be good. And then see you tear it up and get a full opportunity after that as well. And they've um, got a new stadium. I think it's a 4G pitch. It might be a hybrid actually. So. You may have to test your waters on that one as well. Yeah, hope hopefully I uh, can
2: make that trip. I've um I've heard nothing but good things about Edinburgh as well. Um heard it's a very good town to to see at night time, so it'll be it'll be great to hopefully get a win there and then um yeah, go experience for a couple of celebratory beers afterwards.
1: I agree with everything apart from the win. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've got a, we've got a question from Simeon. He's the other co-host of this show. He sadly can't make it on that today. He's a referee. He asks a lot of guest referee questions. He's asked, "What did you find the difference in refereeing in the Northern Hemisphere compared to Southern Hemisphere refereeing?"
2: Um, it's pretty tough. It's tough to think of. Um, because I guess wherever you play, the rules are always pretty, uh, always going to be the same. Um. I've I found that it's actually been pretty free flowing here. I was a bit I thought maybe it uh that it could be just a little bit slower as uh it's more of a pack mentality over here, but no, it's 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 been uh yeah, a lot more free flowing than I've thought and I I guess everyone everyone just wants to see footy be playing, so um yeah, it hasn't been too many, too many um different ones really. That's fair. I think you'll I think you'll be happy with that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I can't can't bag him too much if he's a referee. <laughs> they all talk, yeah,
1: they all yeah, I you can. Trust me, Mark. yeah, you can.
0: We do it all the time. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: perfect, perfect.
0: Um, Mac, I'm um, this one is more of a hypothetical question. You could forget kind of salary bonus or contracts or whatever, but if you could play for any club in the world, be it for lifestyle reasons or if you want to play with certain players, which club um, would you like to play for?
1: Edinburgh.
0: <laughs> definitely not Edinburgh no, no. <laughs> oh. no, 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 no
2: I'm sure Edinburgh would be, uh, would be amazing um, uh, I think you are like you're always kind of going to turn to probably the French teams for um, for lifestyle and everything it just looks looks unbelievable there and I actually had my under 20s in France and, and the crowds would just just go berserk even for a scrum like they're 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 absolute nutbags over there. So, uh, a team that I've always kind of kept an eye on and found really really good to watch is Racing uh, or Racing, however you say it. Um, I think that yeah, they've always signed some some of my favourite players, and it's been great footy to watch. So, um, and then uh, yeah, no, that's probably top of the list. That'd be that'd be a, yeah, a pretty cool
1: experience, I reckon.
0: Yeah, no, couldn't disagree with that. Anyway, <laughs> I'd agree with you.
1: Yeah, I'm already, I'm already, get, I'm already getting pictures of Finn Russell cross kicking over to mark and get a beautiful try at
2: wide <laughs> defence. Um, that's uh, that's you're <laughs> playing with Finn Russell as well. That bloke's an absolute magician. On, so, yeah, as you said, he, um, I'm sure you wouldn't even need to call it. He'd just, he'd just have eyes up and just absolutely put it on a dime for you wherever you are. So it'd be a pretty easy player to play with. It would just be too good. It'd be too good. We need that to happen now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Racing, if you're listening. No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, we won't tell Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your personal aims for the season, Mac? Sorry again, sorry. What are your um, personal aims for the season? Um.
2: Honestly, just to uh, just play play good enough footy and. Uh, to keeping the team week to week and and just contribute to wins, I guess it's a bit of a um, bit of a cliche, but I think that's that's the reason you play footy. You play to enjoy and you play to win. So um, as long as I'm doing those two things, that's I think the rest will kind of fall into place. So uh, that's all I'm really focused on at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean. Based on the last two weeks, you're definitely clamping down that starting position. You scored that beautiful try that got basically everyone in Northern Hemisphere talking against the Bills. How did that actually feel? Scoring that for your first try as well for Connor. It was uh, it was just a bit of a relief. It was um,
2: I don't know. I, was, I could feel I could feel some bloke on my heels the whole time. Where it felt like it, um, I was just waiting for some big South African to jump on my back and. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't happen? Thankfully, so it was a it was a pretty good feeling. Especially, um, I think we we put on a pretty good show that night, actually. Um, so it just it just made it all a, a whole lot better.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I know Sean was buzzing about it that week when we recorded that episode. So you yeah. got a lot, you got a lot of praise within the show that, that week. <laughs>
0: thanks yeah, no, man. i need all the
2: talking up i can get so it's very good
0: <laughs> i mean I, i'll be here to give it to you mac if you ever need it so
2: <laughs> thanks mate thanks i'll hold you um, there
0: yeah um last question for me anyway murray can get get crack with the rest the, the rest of the questions but um what advice would you give to any aspiring rugby player let's say they're maybe 12 years 15 years of age what advice would you give to them
2: um something that my dad kind of in, instilled in me is just uh, hard work does pay off, but at the end of the day, I find that, um, you know, I think you, you can always enjoy yourself and do things on the weekend. But uh, you know, you can still live life. But the, the harder you work, the the better you're going to be. It's pretty plain and simple. Um, that yeah, and I, I think that yeah, when, once you keep working hard, everyone notices as well, and uh, things just happen for you because you've you've put in the work, and just makes everything a whole lot easier if you. Yeah, if you put your head down and just go for it. Oh,
0: that's, that's brilliant advice. Um, Murray, i hand it back to you for the rest of the questions.
1: We've just got uh, fan questions to go for now. So we've got Connor underscore Martin 23. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, geez, that's that's huge. <laughs> five
2: years. Um, I don't know, mate. I, I actually don't know that's that's a question I should maybe start thinking about a bit more, but five years, I don't know. I hope to just keep playing, uh, keep playing good footy no matter where it is, if it's here or back home. Um, Yes. This is, this is my new home now being, Irish qualified. Um, I could see myself staying here for, for a while. So, um, I guess only time will will really tell probably hopefully have a missus by then. So I can stop going out and and stuff like that. That'd be perfect. Nice missus to ground you. Um, yeah, I yeah don't know if what he was. I have to kind of wait and
1: see. Yeah, that's that's fair. Because uh, you said that you're Irish qualified, this kind of actually leads on to the next question that was asked. So, Kyle underscore B 7 asked, "Will you be playing for Ireland in the future?" So,
2: I oh, mean, if I <laughs> if I if I got selected, I think it'd be pretty hard to turn down. Um, once again, I haven't I haven't really put any thought into any of that stuff. Um. At the moment, it's, it's I feel like that's a bit in the in the way. Um, all I got to focus on is just playing well for Connacht. But yeah, if, if an opportunity came up, then I think for sure I'd I'd uh, I'd have to take
1: it. Yeah, that's fair. And just a little bonus question, Jeff. Just because you mentioned that you are Irish qualified, would you mind telling the viewers how you're Irish qualified?
2: Yeah, uh, my mum's was well, she was born here in Cork, uh, in Ireland, so she's from Cork. Um, Munster Country, so uh, so I've got a bit of family over here that that are showing some support until we play Munster next week, and then uh, <laughs> and then they they will uh, won't speak to me that week. But um, so yeah, she was born over here, moved over back to Australia when she was I think seven or, or so. Um, my my nana and granddad were Middleton and Castle
1: Marta, Um and yeah, that's that's how. Fair enough, nice and simple. I like that. But fingers crossed. I mean, the way you've been turning up so far, there's no reason why you shouldn't be within the conversation anyway.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. As I said, just um, I think everything kind of happens for a reason, and it's uh, I think if I can just keep keep uh wanting to win for and, and play well, then
1: um, things
2: will things will start to happen.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, last question from the fans Sean, it's that boy again he's loyal to Connor. He, he was buzzing that we got Mac on the show Rugby Kyle has asked, how did the move to Connor come about at first and could you give us more detail on the move
2: Yeah well there's there's a, um, the back three at Brumbies are, are all wallabies and of wasn't cementing a, a spot week in, week out and um, I think any professional rugby player just just wants to be playing footy, and and hope they, I don't know if they do doing keeping an eye on me or or what. But I um got an offer for for kind of kind of kind of out of the blue a little bit. Um, my manager asked me, and I thought about it for about a day. And honestly, the, the next day I said, yeah, like I'm I'm actually really keen to do that. I think it'd be it would have been a it'd be a great experience, and it's a it's a nice change from. From living back home, um, back in Oz, it's been a really good, really good change for me personally as well. So, um, yeah, it didn't take too much convincing at all. I, um, I just just thought, why not? And I gave it a go. And yeah, next, I think within a, a week or two, uh, penned a paper and, and I was
1: told the boys and that I was coming over here. It's cost no, it's good that you were that eager as well, because usually you hear some moves that take, forever and a day to get through and then even longer for the player to come across. And yeah, but it was good to get that you were actually like proper eager to get the move. And
2: yeah, I kind of just wanted to, um, know what I was doing next. Um, I, I kind of, I didn't think I was going to stay at Brum's, uh, purely just, yeah, on, on playing time and stuff. Um, and I did just need to change the way I'd been at Brums since, uh, I'd been there for five years. Um, and yeah, I just I just wanted to get it, get my next move sorted, and and then just go back to focusing on rugby. So uh, I'd always wanted to play footy over here, and and kind of get a gauge on on what it is and what it's like, and, and everything. So uh, yeah, I was I was very
1: eager to to get over. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and you you have picked a great club. Conor has got a great history, and I'm not even, I don't even support Conor, but I've always had a soft spot for them. So. Yeah, you have packed a uh, great
2: club. Oh, man, I can I can tell already. I was saying the the other week when, or even yeah, the the game has just gone. Um, I think there was only three thousand people there, and it honestly, feels like there's at least ten. The um the crowd's amazing, so um, hopefully we can keep keep putting on a show for them and and just build numbers each, uh, each week. I couldn't imagine it at full capacity. I think it'd be absolutely death, uh, deafening. So uh, it'd be exciting. Actually, it'd be really exciting to. To play in front of a, a full crowd back at the sports ground.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I know. I guarantee that I know that there was one man that was at the sports ground on Saturday against Dragons, and it's the man that's in the call with us. It's Sean.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Sean um, was at Sean was at the game and against the Dragons at the weekend, so he was showering, bowling, uh, and everything. So yeah. yeah.
0: I was buzzing when you got the score anyway, Max. So, uh.
2: <laughs> thanks, man. I keep, keep the voices coming. It's good. It's great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, unfortunately, um, not the result uh, that we wanted on Saturday, but in fairness, we started the season off brilliantly. And um, I mean, thanks a million for coming on the podcast today. Really appreciate
2: it. Yeah. No, it's um, As you said, start of the season. It's obviously not probably the, the start we're looking for, but um, I think we showed, especially against a good Bulls team, that. What we're capable of, so it's just kind of doing that week in, week out, and um, and yeah, no, cheers. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it was great to talk to you lads, and I uh, really enjoyed it.
1: You're more than welcome anytime. Honestly, just thank you. I mean, just how quick you were to reply to the messages and all that. Thought grab, grab them while I was hot. That everyone that we speak to away from the show was buzzing about your try against the Bulls, and I like I'm just gonna try my luck and go there while we can, while he's while he's the talk of the town and. And you replied, and you were really keen. And can't thank you enough for for coming on and speaking to us. Um, just for our fans, where would they be able to like keep in touch, like or follow your career personally, like on the socials?
2: Uh, I'm I'm not really big in the Twitter or anything. I guess just just my Instagram, I, I tend to use a bit. Um, but I I don't post the, I post some pretty dust stuff. So I'm not a great <laughs> I'm not a worthy follower. I don't reckon. <laughs>
1: Nah, fair enough, fair enough. I think you're a worthy, I think you're a worthy football. Thanks, thanks. Worth cheers. <laughs> cheers, if you're, if you're into shoot jokes, then, then yeah, give me a follow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so, right. I mean, like I said, hopefully when it's Edinburgh versus Out we could watch you play and get a, a football opportunity, because it's kind of hard to get to know people and then not meet them for so many months and all that, so fingers crossed that happens.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely, mate. It'd be great.
1: This has been Interview Thursday for the Rugby Connection podcast. We'll see you next time.